0: You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome back, world. This is another episode of the Misunderstood podcast with your host, Kelly Renee, soon to be Kelly Renee Zabraki, and her bestie, Captain Jacqueline Barnum. Welcome back, Jackie. It's always good to see you. We just talked
1: about how you would never call me Jacqueline, and Jack- you
0: just did.
1: Jack- we literally keep talking
0: about that. Um, I know. Maybe that's why it was in my brain. Like <laughs> we're keeping things very formal and professional these days. Like there are nicknames have been canceled. I know. I guess we're you know we're
1: almost <laughs> thirty, so maybe that's
0: no. This is aye aye sh- aye. anyway. I don't want to. Inside talk about joke, that. inside joke, guys. Sorry. We, uh, we noticed that everyone's going by like their full names, which I guess I am because now I'm going by Kelly Renee, like professionally quotes. But on that note, I've been, I feel like we've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but we didn't know the best way to go about it. And we're just gonna like head on, like all ends ahead, throw ourselves in the deep end and attack this subject about dating. As a woman in the military, like perceptions, stereotypes, tips, advice, like what's it like? Good, bad, ugly. So, this was actually your recommendation, Jack, because you had this message last week and this kind of like sparked the ignition on this topic. So, why don't you go ahead and like kick it off with uh, where the inspiration behind this episode came from?
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, I got an Instagram dm from a girl and um who is currently a law student which is like super impressive and super amazing you would think right like any normal person would think that's so amazing so she contacted me saying that she was put in an off-putting situation and she was hoping to get our take on so i just figured this is something we could i was gonna just read you know we got Someone wrote into us and Mm -hmm. I talked to her personally, but this is just like something that needs to be just talked about. So basically she said, I was hoping I could get your advice on how to react to the situation and see if it's common. I've been going on dates with a guy in the insert service. And last week we were sitting at a hockey game. When I told him I was going to be a lawyer in the military He stood up and became very publicly upset, saying things like how going into the military made me unattractive not to go into the military and how he lost a lot of respect for me. He stormed out and a stranger even asked if I was all right. I was so mortified. Now I just feel awful because it's so important to me, but I'm afraid that now I won't be able to have a family because guys won't want to date me. Aside from that, is it normal to expect this from other branches? How should I think about these things? Walking into the military and my new future career, I was so devastated to oh even to even read those words because, first of all, like that impression that that person made and those words that he said to her, like coming from anybody is uh-huh. like already hurtful uh-huh. and. Will have and made her literally question her career choice from that interaction. Which I'm like, just I wish I like could punch this person. I know because too. that is like when you're when you're so new to something and you're so excited. Like he literally crushed her goals with in in five minutes. So yeah, that's just like that's... and then I mean anyone saying those things is is horrible, but a member of the military saying that a fellow member of the military, like that is even more upsetting. And I was like, I feel like you and I are pretty like optimistic, hopeful people. Like obviously Mm -hmm. we've been through a lot, which we'll like talk about, but this stuff happens and it is continuing to happen. And it's so disappointing. Like this is a future leader, like someone who Will raise her right hand like everybody mm-hmm. else, and for someone else to tell her
0: not to do that because it's unattractive. Yeah, that okay. First of all, you covered like all the bases that I was going to agree with you on because I'm just like shook by that message, like the fact that people still think that way. I, I mean, it is just true. Like it just makes me want to like wring someone's neck because it's so insane. But also, I mean. I feel like I've been like in a healthy place for so long that sometimes I forget that I was like in the trenches for a while, like dealing with men in the military or like the stigma of dating the military or being single. And this like, brings back those feelings of people's opinions, like negative opinions of you, or they like truly didn't believe it was like a positive thing, and. Um, we'll kind of we'll start with like the bad before we get to the good. So my ex, who will be named names nameless. How what is it? Remain, <laughs> what is it? Remain Remain. <laughs> remain <remains> nameless. Say that 25 times fast. We literally met at the Naval Academy. So uh, it was, like, to my surprise that he would have an issue with me being in the military. Like, that still kind of blows my mind. But later in our life, when we, you know, started trying to get serious, it was, like, very apparent that he thought his career took precedent over mine. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? Like, oh. I am like, it's like an Elwood's like, I'm sorry. I was hallucinating moment because like, just because like you're the man and you have like this super like intense career, like that doesn't mean like mine's not important. It was like a real episode of like gender roles for me. And so I had a huge problem with that. And I was like, I'm not willing to sacrifice my career because you see yours as more important. Like I would like to be seen as equals and make it work for both of us. And I know there's so many people out there who have, but that was like a really negative experience for me. And it was something I wish I had talked about sooner, which I later did with Austin early on. It just like blew my mind that it was like almost assumed that because I was the female in the military, like mine wasn't as important as his. And I think a lot of people probably have had the same experience like dating in the military. And I don't know, like, I just, uh, the only way I can say like kind of exonerating that is like communication early on. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, that I had the same exact thing pretty much happen also. Like my, I dated somebody the whole time at the Naval Academy and to only be told, like literally had had my commission And been an officer for all of five minutes before I was told, okay, so you'll get out after your minimum time requirement, and then you're going to follow me around for the rest and I'll retire. And I was like, literally like just getting like my boots on for the first time ever. Like I was listening to this, like my future was decided for me. Insane. and and th- what was so confusing is that it wasn't even like we had different we had gone to different schools or gone through different experiences mm-hmm. like I, like we had gone through every single thing the exact same mm-hmm. so just to decide and and again like you said like minimize our accomplishments because mm-hmm. of why who know you know i mean i think mm-hmm. we know why yeah but i think that's a issue with people with some men in the military just cannot date other women in the military, which also I think translates to like if you can't like respect somebody in like a romantic way or whatever, like then are you even respecting your coworkers? Like how are you looking at the people that you're yeah. obviously like not dating or not, you know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you think about them? Like they've been and, like through their career that you've been through. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's like very alarming. Do you like yeah. if you don't respect a woman, like you like refuse to date someone in the military? Okay, but does that mean what does that mean? Like,
0: but you'll work with them? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, yeah, or will you? Like, respect. what is your, yeah, yeah, I completely, it's like an equals thing. Like, that's what I searched so long for and waited patiently for was like someone who would see me as an equal because of my experience. It was not like, you know, it's, it's, At the time, it was, like, 2014, 2015, 2016. And, like, it was still, like, battling those gender roles. And, again, what I find so hilarious is that, like, it wasn't a surprise that we are in the military. It's not like, oh, one day we decided, like, oh, we're going to join the military. Like, see ya. Like, this is a very established part of who we are. And they were, like, so determined on, like, changing that or kind of diminishing it. And then I'll also say… On a different note, this was an experience, not even with a guy in the military, but a guy, a civilian guy I dated pretty, like, for, like, a good length of time. I was like, you know what? I'm done dating military guys. Like, I'm over, I'm over, like, the A-type personalities and the egos, blah, blah, blah. So, I, like, took a stark shift, and I, like, started dating civilian guys, and This guy I started dating, he was like, Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Like, I love how powerful you are. I'm so impressed by you. Like, the first, like, probably five, six months, like, he was in awe. He called me Alpha Babe, like, put it on a mug, like, was all in. He was like, Yeah, Alpha Babe, Alpha Babe, this is awesome. Like, go, Kelly, go. And then what I noticed was, like, at first he was supportive, but And I feel like so many guys say they want, like, a strong, independent, confident woman, like, with their own path. But then it became an issue later. He was like, you're too independent. You're too this. You're too that. Like, you know, you're always just, like, thinking about your career. And I'm like, this is, like, why you started dating me. Like, you knew all of these things about me, but you can't handle someone as confident as I am. Like, you want someone who's really confident and strong and independent, but you can't actually, like, long-term deal with someone as confident and independent. Like, you clearly need someone who's still, like, pretty dependent on you. And, like, I haven't changed. Like, nothing about me has changed since a year ago when you met me. So, I think that's interesting as well. Like, it's a package deal. Like, it's not a surprise that we're as strong as we are and as independent as we are and as confident as we are because of what we have to deal with. Like, it's kind of a package deal. So I think it's funny when guys say they want that, but then in reality, when like things get real, it's like, oh yeah, I actually really want you to be like dependent on me and like kind of like take a step back. Like, don't be so like independent and confident. Like I don't, yeah, I, I can't handle it. Like, nope, this is, this is what you're getting. Yeah. Handle it. It's like nice, it's
1: like nice in theory. Mm-hmm. And then in reality, like I, the person I dated, you know, in college, like was so almost embarrassed yeah, by me, by the fact yeah. that I was in the military. And that's mm-hmm. so different than, I mean, it's just so insane to think yeah. about. Like you hear, it, like literally like man, and like, I love a man in uniform. I love a man, like men in uniform, men in uniform. They're like held up on this pedestal. And like any woman that like gets a man in uniform it's like paraded and lucky like, you like yep. like seriously lucky you like you know Ooh, wow Yeah, woman, a woman in the military it's like hidden mm-hmm. and not like my person I dated literally would like we would go to events or whatever and people would be asking him questions about the marine corps and I would just literally be like standing there like an idiot and he wouldn't once like tell that person is irritating me. It hurt me so much where I remember I'm telling him it hurt my feelings. Like, I was like, can you just ever just be like, Oh, Jackie also is a Marine. That's all I take. Like, Oh, like be proud, you know, be proud of Mm -hmm. me. That's all women really want, you know, but like when you're in the same career field as someone and they're like embarrassed or like ashamed to say, Oh yeah. Like my girlfriend is also this, isn't that cool? Like that's so hard for some guys to say because it like almost makes them feel smaller, which I guess should just yeah. show that that's
0: not the person you're meant to be with. But it's just sad that like that exists. Sorry. No, I, I'm going to piggyback off that. I think that's where like, again, it all sounds good. Like it sounds good to, you know, date someone that's strong and in the military and, and all those things like, but In reality, like, can you actually handle it? Because, like, my ex, I feel like before we graduated, he was proud of that. And then we graduated. And I remember very, like, vividly going to a Christmas party. And, like, everyone—there was, like, a ton of civilians at this Christmas party. And everyone's asking questions about the Naval Academy and aviation and his, you know, his career— They're like, oh, like, how's this? Ooh, tough guy. Ooh, that. Wow. Like, I can't believe you're going to try and fly jets. Like, oh, my God. Like, all like blown away. So I'm like sitting there and sipping my cider. I was like smiling because at the time, instead of being in school, I was like actually on a warship, like in the Navy, like, you know, like dealing day to day with these things. And so I just, you know, kept my mouth shut. And then finally, someone that was talking to him turned to me and was like, so Kelly, like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, like, actually, I'm in the military as well. I'm in the Navy their reaction was like 50 times greater than when they found out about him. They were like, no way. And then like, it was kind of like, forget you. And they like shifted over to me and they wanted to hear everything. And I'm not saying this because we are walking around wanting recognition, but he actually had like a big problem with it. I could tell, like I could tell he did not like how much more like rare and unique it was for like me sitting there in like a pretty Christmas cocktail dress with full face of makeup on and saying like, Oh, actually like I'm in the military too. He did not like that. And so I, that like started building like a little bit of animosity over time where you could tell it was like not comfortable for him anymore to not be the only one. Like he wanted, he, that he wanted that to be like his thing. You know, like big badass person in the military, and I'm like, um, I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> my job too. Like, I, of course we have different like careers, but like I'm also in the military. Ooh, sorry. So now looking back, I'm like, whatever, not worth my time. Like they should be proud of you and see you as an equal, and like you know they need to ultimately deal with this um like themselves. So like if they can't handle it. Like, don't date someone in the military that's strong and confident and powerful and independent like we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and
1: I feel going back to what the girl had messaged us about, like, Mm. I so quickly was like, oh my gosh, like, that is not the majority. You know, Mm. like, unfortunately, like, I think it's like, the minor, or again, the minority, like, is just, Agreed. you have a bad, you have a bad reaction react, with somebody. And then you think everyone's like that. She literally was like, is everyone like this? Is this normal? And like, no, I I, I don't believe it is normal. Like no. there are people that are good in the military and like are supportive, you know, it's a minority and smaller of a population, but it is a problem, you know? Yeah. And they, it's like the stereotypes that go along with the men in uniform versus the women, you know, like you and I, I know I have was asked so many times about going to the Naval Academy. And what is it like just being around so many hot guys? What is that like Be like, you can, you just have your pick of whoever you want to date. Like, is it like, and I was just so shocked that that was like actually people's first question or, or, or like yeah. reactions. And to, to me, yeah. it's like, like, this just in, like, really could care less about the percentage of men to women at the academy. Like, really wasn't going to the academy to find, like, a husband. Like, mm-hmm. surely could have gone to another college for that intent. You know, like, I actually wanted to be a Marine Corps officer. And I think just, like, people almost want to put on us that we went there they, like or suggest joined the that. military. Yeah for
0: that reason. And it's, I mean, it's crazy. And it, yeah, it is crazy. And I will say that, you know, as you mentioned, like, I think the point of us bringing this up is not to like scare everyone away. Like, oh my gosh, the guys in the military are horrible. Like stay away, stay away. That's just not true. Um, I have so many friends and successful relationships and marriages with extremely supportive guys and girls and you know, they have blossomed and had a terrific time. I think the point is, like you said, it's few and far between, and it does happen, but don't let that be your entire perception. Like, that is an exception, not the rule. And also, how to identify these red flags early on, because think about it like, if you and I had noticed even a little bit earlier, like that would have saved us so much time. Then like when it got down to the nitty gritty of like committing in a relationship, we wouldn't have had to wait years to find out like they actually weren't like extremely supportive of our career paths. So I hope that people start having better communication or maybe like identify these red flags. I will say when I met, when I started dating in Columbus, like obviously the population there is civilian, but I didn't date any military guys there. Trying to think. I think I did like one prior army guy or something like that. But I would say the most part, they were really impressed. Like initial reactions, like when I would have drinks with them or happy hour or something like that and they asked what I did, they were usually very impressed. And then I could read body language when it's like they were genuinely impressed or they were just like professionally impressed. Or again, it was a guy that was kind of like, oh, you know, like, this girl is going to like outshine me because I'm definitely not at the same place as her in my career. And then also when I met Austin, I had those conversations right away about, I move a lot. I relocate. I'm very serious about my career. Like this is what it would take for you and I to have a successful relationship with the military. And so I was totally okay with him walking away within those first couple months and having those hard conversations right away. Than like waiting a year and being like, by the way, how do you feel about my career in the military? Like so much has happened that we had to like kind of get that out of the way initially. And we've moved twice since then. And like, luckily I was so transparent with him about my career path and my lifestyle in the military that he was able to buy into it really quickly. and like, get on board with it. Cause he knew it was a package deal. Like there's no like being with Kelly and like but, like, I really don't want to do this Navy thing. Like, you got to, like, buy into all of it because it's a package deal. There's no way around it. Yeah.
1: And I think, and I mean, another thing with, you know, being a minority group, whatever. Like, with any career field, I am sure it's the same. Like, I and can imagine, like, mm-hmm. doctors. Like, a doctor who's a lady and a doctor who's a guy. Like, couples. I'm sure there's st- like many, and I know there are many, many successful relationships with mm-hmm. those dual career. Yeah. But I can also imagine a guy doctor not wanting to date a woman doctor because there's like an ego issue there, you know. And I just I'm sure this translates to like other careers. Like obviously, even I speak about the military because we're yeah in that. But I just got so sad when like that message I got like that changed her whole idea about the career that she was even deciding to go into because of that interaction
0: yeah exactly well my advice to her would be like this guy is not it like (laughs) this guy is not the one yeah that's what I said for sure yeah like you deserve the world and a half you know if you want to pursue being a lawyer or a doctor in the military like a hundred million percent go for it. The right people are going to support you. I used to tell that to my recruits because I used to recruit doctors, dentists, nurses, and they were students when I would recruit them, they would be going into medical school or going into dental school. And these sweet girls were like 21 seniors at OSU. And they would say, ma'am, like I am dating someone he has like a really big problem with me taking this Navy scholarship and becoming a Navy doctor. And I would say, why? Like, what? Genuinely, like, what, what's his issue? And she's like, well, you know, like, he's just really uncomfortable with the military and, like, doesn't see that being, like, fitting my personality and is not willing to move with me. And he basically is making me choose, like, the scholarship or him. Again, this is, like, pre-Austin, but I was just like, I'm, like, feel very confidently that if he loves you, he will support you. Like if this is what you want to do with your life and you feel called to it, he's going to support you, period. And you will figure it out. And that has been proven time and time again as I've been pulled across the country, like last minute, frankly, by the Navy. And every single time Austin is like, okay, we'll figure it out. Like, you know, it's just, he's not like, it's me or your job, you know, like, it's not, it's just supportive. Like, and I think that is like, the key is like finding your equal, finding us a support system, finding your equal. Like there's no, like, I come first, you come second, your career comes second, mine comes first. Like there's none of that. It's truly equal playing field off the bat. And it, I mean, it exists. It definitely exists out there. And I think we,
1: like I think I don't know I feel like women sometimes we so much want we're like we're very we want to appease and make people happy you Uh know and so we're almost willing to cater to and humor those those comments because we're like want to fit this puzzle piece into this puzzle but it's like you know what girl like that person is not your person that Uh puzzle piece is not meant to fit you know and Uh just we just hold on and try to make things work sometimes. And it's just i the amount of like decisions that are made because of a significant other giving you that ultimatum, like that is not the person for you. Right.
0: Right. And I will also add making those decisions in your early 20s, like before your career has even started when you're making those decisions based off of someone like you're dating, oof, like you have a whole career ahead of you. And I've seen people who like they took some like a job or a duty station or a billet that like didn't really strengthen their career, but they did it because they're like, well, my boyfriend is in insert city. And then they break up and it's like, girl, like you turned down this super big opportunity because you're forcing that puzzle piece. And like, the chips will fall where they're supposed to. So like, don't let that early on, you know, the 20 something is 21 year old seniors in college or seniors in the Naval Academy, like, don't let that be the deciding factor for your whole career. I think now, like later in life, obviously, as a married woman, you have to make sacrifices or as a married man, like you have to do like what's necessary for your marriage, but like, I feel like dating is so different. And when you, I've seen success stories of people who like took a job in San Diego, took a job in North Carolina. It was a tough two years of long distance, but like they did it, they made it work. And like, boom, both of their careers are still thriving because of it. And then they like, you know, were able to relocate back together. And again, I think the foundation in that is just like support like through and through like yeah. support and or, you so know what I mean?
1: just yeah the yeah foundation yeah if you build a relationship on like nothing that like has no strength or sus
0: you know if you're not supported yeah, yeah then that's going to fall apart that can only last for so long yeah exactly and i know you you and i both have experienced you more than me but i also think it's interesting like people who like need to be together physically in order to like survive like that is just not a reality in the military like you may not always physically be together like someone will be deployed some will be stationed away from each other so if you're afraid your relationship won't survive because you're not physically together like assess the relationship and your strengths and weaknesses because that's not what's always possible like for example if you know, if I had to leave for six months tomorrow, like I'm not, I'm like, oh, Austin and I are really going to be on the rocks. Like, you know what I mean? Like our foundation is strong enough. And I think I, I've seen that a lot with midshipmen. Shipman. I've had to reach out to me and they're like, oh, I feel like if we're not stationed together, like we're going to break up. And I'm like, girl, you got to have a strong enough foundation where like the distance doesn't matter. Yeah. Then and that's you know? not your man.
1: Then that's yeah. not your future. If, if yeah. that's, yeah, that is such a good point. Like if you feel like you have to get married out of the academy so that you're staged, like you have to get married. You should never feel like you have have to to. get married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that unfortunately, like in the military, you really kind of get forced into that Mm -hmm. mindset because you have to be like, it's not going to work unless we get stationed together. So you literally start a relationship based off of like circumstances before you figure out that foundation, like you were saying, that support and
0: that is such a that's such a good point yeah yeah I mean I probably I don't know like sometimes I mean long distance just can like magnify those issues early on like I think space is a good thing can be a really good thing so like don't let that scare you but ultimately I think like the theme of what we're saying is just kind of being aware of those red flags from the start, having those con- hard conversations early on, like, I think will only benefit you, you know, Hey, but I mean, like I said, I literally remember having this conversation with Austin over pasta on our fifth date and being like, yeah, I move a lot in my career. Like, what does that look like for you? Like, have you ever wanted to leave Ohio? And I asked that question actually a lot on first dates. I wouldn't bring up like my job, but I would just be like, Hey, like, have you ever wanted to move? Have you ever wanted to leave Ohio? And some of those guys were like, absolutely not. I'm staying in Columbus my whole life. I'm buying a house and I'm like, I don't know what you're doing on a date with a Navy girl. <laughs> like, you know, but when I asked him that he was like, yeah, I've actually been wanting, I've actually been looking for other jobs in like Philly and Pittsburgh and even New York. Like I want to get out of Ohio for a portion of my life. And I remember hearing that from him. So like genuinely, I was like, Huh, that's a good sign. Like that's a really good sign that he's open to this because that is what life with me would look like would be a lot of question marks and figuring it out and you know I'm happy we had those conversations early. Jack, so one more question to summarize all of us up. What do you think is and you might have already said it, but what do you think is most misunderstood about dating in the military?
1: I think the mistake that people make about why like the, the, the assumption that's made about women joining the military to be surrounded by guys like that's our the only purpose that they could possibly like that's like that's the motivation there like that is so off and just so incorrect that that needs to be like straightened out yeah <laughs> like, that I like (gasps) I did not like the I did not do any math or any like ratio percentage comparisons when I was like "Ooh, marine corps like the most guys in this (laughs) like yes like nope that like legitimately was not in my brain and I guess the number of times we've been like asked that and it's just like insulting yeah and once that that just needs to go away and then maybe <laughs> and yeah I guess that, that needs to go bad, away honestly <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that's a that, that is a mis- like, that is just
1: a misunderstood that's a misunderstood this is like concept and like theory about women in the military at all like I will guarantee you that no woman has ever joined the military to find a man I, I don't know any, I, mean, I I can't think of anyone, you know, like we actually like to want to serve our country and get a job and be employed and learn, be a leader, Make you know, impact. like all yeah, those yeah, yeah. things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's mind blowing to me. It never crossed my mind once either. Not once. Oh, the Naval Academy, like so many guys <laughs> like, <laughs> Nope. I was more stressed out about like physics and calc than I was like, ooh, how many guys have in my class that I can date? Like, can't wait. Never, never had I ever. Well, I think this this was like such a very like vulnerable episode. I'm very proud of us for sharing these experiences because this is untouched territory. Never, yeah. never before shared on the pod or online or anything like really
1: that. Really, like going into the archives of our really? brains. Really, so yes,
0: our college boyfriend. I know. Seriously. But needs well, to that's be said. it that's important. I know. Yeah. Needs to be said. Needs to be shared. I have no regrets. No regrets. Like every experience was a learning experience. I saw this meme. It was like, you're not an ex. You're an example of what not to do again or something like that. Like I was like, that's very true because like it didn't work out for a reason. And I learned what I liked and what I didn't like and move forward to the next thing, like what's supposed to happen. So thank you. My Jacqueline Barnum being on the show. Once again, my favorite co-host ever. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys and I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. (sighs)